She's a gap-toothed bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. The show starts in 10, 9, Episode number 88 from the Hold Up What podcast. We are back for a Friday night. Survive the week. Survive in advance. We are advancing this week. We're going to get into that in a little bit. We also have some Taylor Swift news. Taylor Swift news. A couple active shooter incidents. A chili cook-off. LeBron James lying again. And Chris Pratt playing an Israeli Jew in a new Netflix movie. So looking forward to that. So, of course, we're going to start off like how we normally start off these, these shows with your Taylor Swift update. Taylor Swift was recently declared a billionaire by Bloomberg, courtesy of her re-recorded albums, Worldwide Eras Tour, and a lucrative concert film. Her net worth is estimated to be $1.1 billion. Good lord. Reaching billionaire status is a significant milestone for Taylor Swift, showcasing showcasing, showcasing the fi- financial success. Wow, that is a, that's a tough. I should have warmed up the old vocal cords on this one. Showcasing the financial success, her musical career and business ventures. Damn it, I fucked it up again. <laughs> We're going to restart. Reaching billionaire status is a significant milestone for Taylor Swift, showcasing the financial success her music career and business ventures have achieved. There we go. We got there. All this is going to do is increase scrutiny and raise expectations for everything she does. But giving her career trajectory, the milestone is a positive testament to her work and brand value. That concludes the Taylor Swift update. Fuck it. Fuck it, right? In bigger news and more important news, but it's news that happens at this rate all the fucking time in America. We had a Maine, we had an active shooter up in Maine who left at least 18 individuals dead and 13 others wounded. Those numbers keep going up. I think it's like 20 people injured. I've always wondered how they consider an injury. Is an injury a gunshot wound or is an injury like, I don't know, you ran through a fucking door to get away? Who knows? But this guy went on a shooting spray in a bowling alley and bar in the town of Lewiston, Maine. The suspect, identified as Robert Card, is a 40-year-old U.S. Army reservist and a firearms instructor. He is still at large. He was associated with a nearby Army Reserve base and is believed to be armed and dangerous. While a definitive motive is yet to be ascertained, reports indicate that Card had recently lost his job at a recycling center and had been committed to a mental health facility over the summer. He had also reportedly been hearing voices and threatened to shoot up a National Guard base in Seiko, Maine. Sacco? Say go, Maine. Police have initiated a manhunt fanning out across southern Maine and issued an arrest warrant for Robert Card on multiple counts of murder. They also have located a vehicle believed to be used by Card and have urged residents to stay indoors, especially in areas close to the suspected locations of the shooting. The incident has caused significant distress within the community with the governor of Maine and the president 
of the United States condemning the violence and extending their sympathies to the affected families. The old T's and P's trick. The old thoughts and prayers going a long way. Nothing's going to change. The coverage and attention might propel necessary discussions and actions regarding gun control and mental health. It also highlights the grim reality of gun violence and the potential gaps in mental health care and firearm regulation, seeing that this person had mental health issues less than three months ago and was threatening violence. So that's still going on in Maine. Not cool at all. Um, What made it kind of weird, I'm not going to sit here and just report on the news because you've probably already heard it. This happened two days ago, I think. He's still at large. But when it happened, I was like, oh, look at that kept it moving scrolling continue to scroll down my phone like it was just like oh that happened hope everything's all right it was just so like it's numbing when to this kind of shit now which is not cool you know what i mean it's not something we should be numb to um it's one of these things that just kind of happens like people are out of bowling alley in a bar you know and there was no argument this dude just walks in and just starts shooting up the joint like that's not something you could prepare for if you're in like a gun heavy state like tech uh maine texas South Carolina, Florida, where they have like open carry, Louisiana, like these places. You see a fight, an argument break out in a bar. You're like, oh, I'm going to avoid that because they're armed. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. This is just senseless. You know, it's just this guy pissed off at the world, mental health issues. There's video of him just walking in and being a firearms instructor. He knows exactly how to handle it. He knows what he's doing, you know, and he just starts shooting up people. Like that's You can't prepare for that. And it shouldn't have to be something you think about, but that is something you think about now. And it's miserable. Like there's never a point where I'm not looking at the exits when I go into places. I always have to make sure there's an exit here, exit there. And I know there's always like an exit in a kitchen in a restaurant because that's like standard. That's like a law. So, you know, you can go front back and you're looking to see where you can get out of in a situation like this happening. It's not something you actively think about or I actively think about, but it does cross my mind when you go into places. It doesn't give me like crippling anxiety, but it's something to just worry about because this shit could happen in anywhere. That's why I try to avoid movies. I used to go to the movies once a week back in back from like 2009 to like 2015. I went to the movies at least once a week, at least twice a month, sometimes once a week if there were good movies out. Movie guy, you know? And this is before like streaming and shit. You had DVR and Netflix where you used to be able to rent the DVD and get it sent to your house, which was a crazy thing. What a weird time that was. And Netflix had like their app that had some shows on it and some movies on it, but it was was ass. If you were streaming movies, it was all ass movies. It was like Hallmark shit. But I used to go to movies a lot. And then the shooting happened in Aurora, Colorado, during the uh, Batman movie. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good on movies for a while. And then I saw Infinity War in the South Carolina movie theater. Went by myself because this is a whole other topic. But doing things by yourself is very fucking cathartic. You have a you you'll have more time once you realize it's not that bad. If you have anxiety about doing shit like that, you just got to do it. You know, I used to have terrible anxiety about just doing anything, like going to the supermarket. The supermarket. Look at me sounding old. Grocery store, whatever you want to call it. Going to the store um, used to give me anxiety. Uh, doing things alone, like going to a restaurant restaurant and eating alone was like that's that's crazy to me you do that you go to the movies alone you start doing things alone and you're like this is actually pretty it's a lot more simple you know and it's also fun to see people and go out with people and stuff i'm not saying don't do anything with people but you realize like you don't have to do things with everybody you can just go and you can put air airpods in or just sit there by yourself and you know do whatever you got to do but i digress but being alone in a movie theater so i go to the sumter movie theater right in south carolina and it's a friday night or 
yeah, it was a Friday night. We, yeah, we got out of work. I'm, I asked one of my friends, I'm like, hey, you want to go to the movies? And they're like, nah, I don't do that. I'm like, all right. They're like, I have no interest in seeing a Marvel movie. I was like, all right, whatever. I'll go by myself. So I go, parking lot's packed. I'm like, it's Infinity War. Of course. Why wouldn't it be packed? I'm walking in the front doors of the movie theater. There's about 10 cops in there, like looking out towards the parking lot. And I was like, officers and they're like i was like everything all right and they're like yeah what's up and i was like i don't know seems kind of heavy heavy police presence here like something happened and they're like no it's just a friday night in this town i was like oh well i'm kind of new to the area like is everything all right and they're like yeah this is where they party and i realized i'm like yeah all the cars are facing each other not like in a circle but like they're all kind of everyone and everyone's like congregated in the middle of them he's like yeah they all hang out here at night we just kind of if they venture off then we pull them over or like if they walk off then we stop them so we kind of keep them in this area i'm like is my car safe and he's like it's right there i'm like yeah he's like yeah you're good i was like am i safe in here he goes yeah they won't come in here they can't they're not going to pay for, to see a movie like not that they won't pay but they're not here to see a movie they're here to party in the parking lot i'm like all right whatever i go in the movie theater it's empty i come out and like it's just a it's like a concert, but not really because there's no music. It's just a free-for-all. It's kind of like the scene out of Fast and the Furious, the first one where like they pull up the car meet. It's a little bit like that, but without nice cars and mostly just people standing around drinking, blasting fucking Little Yachty or something. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to the movie theaters in this in this town anymore. And then I kind of took a little hiatus on the movie front for a while because of this. I was like, there's no reason to go. You're Because in a movie theater, there's no exit behind you. Everything's in front of you. So if the dude with a gun is standing in front of you, you have to run towards him eventually, or you're just going to get shot, or you have to lay down and play dead. I'm like, nope. See what I mean? Like, that's like three things you have to worry about. I'm like, I'm good. I just won't go. But I still go when I go home. Like, me and my brother go to the movies and stuff. But again, you shouldn't have to worry about this shit. But you do, because simple things like just going to the movies or going to the store or going to the bowling alley, a gun can go off or a person can go in there and just start shooting. It's crazy. What a fucking wild world world we live in. But this guy's still on the loose. Um, and that being tied to what I'm going to say next is kind of wild. So yesterday, uh, we're you know sitting around. Half the office had to go do that sexual harassment training in the other building. The one I sat through that was miserable with the creepy guy from my previous podcast that I talked about. They all went there. Me and the other supervisors that already did the meeting are sitting in our building. It's a good five minute walk. It's across a parking lot in a field. Like they're far enough away. So we're hanging out and we hear the giant voice come on. And the giant voice is exactly that. It's a giant voice. And there's these telephone poles. They're taller than telephone poles. They're up all over all over base. And the whole point of them is to make a mass announcements. They don't use these things just for fun. Like they only announce certain things on these things. It's like getting doors for weather, like lightning, an active shooter, uh that's basically it or, or like exercises anything like that like it, they use it for mass announcements so you can't say you didn't hear it so we're sitting in our office and we hear the giant voice go off and i was like that's weird what was that for you know like that's different and one of the other guys he goes out and he's listening he's like they never said exercise during that because it was like active shooter lockdown 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 and there's no at the end of it they usually say exercise 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 and then they say it again in the front end too but they didn't say that he comes in he's like they didn't say exercise i was like for real and he's like yeah they didn't say exercise check your computers so we're like we have our screens up and then what happens is it's not just a little blurb that pops up a little noty that pops up on the screen your entire screen turns red and in bold letters flashing, it's lockdown, 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 active shooter on base. And at that point, you have to, like, you scramp, like, you, it clicks on, you know, you're like, what do we got to do to shut it down? So we lock the front door, then we have a second door that has a key code, then we have a third door that we lock, and we lock the emergency exit. 
So we have to lock down. We're supposed to get under our desks and wait, but we're like, we have cameras, you know, like if this dude comes in here, like we're going to have to fight. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things you're like, what are we going to do? And this is where I had this, I had, I'm in charge of the office. Like I'm in charge of people too. So I have to call the people that are in this meeting across to the other office. And I'm like, I call them and they didn't hear the announcement and they're hearing it didn't make their way that it was official. What got to them at that point was just that it, they don't know if it's an exercise or not. So they weren't sure yet. So I call them. I'm like, hey, hey, pay attention. And he's like, yeah, I was like, get everybody from our office locked down. It's a, this is this is like real world. And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, all right, I'm with X, Y and Z. He tells everybody in the in the office. I'm like, whatever they tell you to do, just do it. Like, stay there, though. Don't try to come over here. Everyone because you're supposed to get inside. And that's that. Get inside of a building and lock down. You're not supposed to like let anybody in or out. Get inside as quick as you can. Lock down. If you're in a car, like just stop moving, like park away. You know, like you're not supposed to be driving around. Just park, stop. If you obviously see a gunman, drive away type of thing. But you're not, you're, everyone's supposed to stop moving. So the only person moving is the shooter and the cops. So now we're in the office and I'm like, all right, this is locked down. Everyone's accounted for. We're good. You just got to wait this thing out. And like, we're looking at the cameras. Like we find out it was a cross base. It's like three miles away. The base is a fucking, it's huge. It's like the size of Patchog. So like it's a cross base. It's not the size of Patchog, but you know what I mean? It's far enough away. It's on the other side of the airfield. So I'm like, all right, we're good. We're sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. And I'm on Facebook reading the comments and stuff because they put like a mass announcement out. And it's like, you have to, it's on this side of the base and this area they're still on lockdown someone's like it might be the main shooter and it's like really i thought they caught that guy and they're like nope didn't catch him he wanted to shoot military members that's who he was going after so they that's why they locked down bases and stuff so people are like it might be the main shooter and they were like then we started diving in and we're like get on google maps and see if you can make it from maine to this base in less than 12 hours and it does take like 11 to 12 hours if you don't hit any traffic you know like you can probably do it if you it's a long it was like 18 hours or something i was like he he could have probably done it shot this place up in maine got in a car and just drove straight down here i was like he does have a cac so he can get on base it might not be locked yet although it probably should be because they know who this guy is so as soon as they scan it at the gate it's already done i was like so i don't think it's this guy but then we're like is it that'd be wild if it was like if this guy really drove from maine to new jersey just to do this which is crazy so this went on for like an hour and a half two hours and like now i'm like checking the emergency procedures we have because i'm like this is something you don't plan for, you you plan for it but when you're in the moment you're like you find flaws in what's going on so a few flaws that we found were like just overall not miscommunication but too much communication like you don't want to give any information out on where people are and who's where so like there was that and then just who distributes the information so i had to have a talk with the, with everybody today i'm like you know you guys did a good job you know like you locked down you were in communication with me i was like but what happened was because there's always room for improvement i was like you guys did, they did really good i was like but the only pot only spot we need to improving is the flow of information i was like it should only come from me like it because that's the way it's passed down and when this shit happens like information comes from the top and it works its way down the only thing that official and is real is the information i get so when we're locked down use the other chat use the other group chat we have for whatever you guys want to use it for i was like but the official chat is the I'm the only one that's going to be talking when this stuff is going on. It could be anything, hurricane, an exercise, whatever. So I'm like, that's fine that we were all communicating, but I'm saying when there's information being passed along, I'm the only one that's going to disseminate it, not you guys. Stuff like that. So they did well. It was just one of these things. And then I'm like, man, this fucking sucks. And the one kid we were with, he's like, oh yeah, we used to do this in high school all the time. It's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, thinking about it. And I was like, yo, when I was in high school, we didn't have active shooter drills. Like that wasn't a thing yet. And I know they do them all now. Like they do active shooter drills, but I was like, I never actually had one. I think I had one in 
college, maybe. And all that entailed was just shutting the door. Like that was all that happened. Like I never had like a reel in a classroom with a teacher doing it. Like as a student, like as a teenager. But he's like, oh yeah, we do this all the time. Like this isn't that big of a deal. Just put the desk in front of the door. I'm like, it's already padlocked, but yeah. <laughs> You're probably right. You know, like he was just very calm. He's like, Yeah, we go through like it was like a it was like a he was like used to it. And I wasn't freaking out or anything, but I'm like, he's like, Yeah, you just gotta make sure the door is locked and uh yeah, if he comes in here and I start like we're dead, like it's just like it's very morbid because you're like, yeah, this, what are we going to do? And like we have we don't have guns on us, obviously. A lot of us carry knives on us because we're allowed to carry knives on base with us up to a certain point. You can't carry like a sword, you know, a saber, but you can carry like a po- uh, It's bigger than a pocket knife, smaller than it's a little flip knife. I don't know what they call it. I carry it when I carry it when I walk break. Uh, we have those and then we have like a two by four in there. I don't know why we have a two by four. <laughs> But it has a handle on it. So I'm assuming it might be a situation like this or just like a gag. Like, I'm going to beat the hell out of you with this thing. So I'm like, we could. We do have weapons. And if this dude did come in here, there's no really, there's no real place for us to hide. Where I think we're better off. Because there's only really one way he can get in. I was like, I think we'd be better off fighting. Because once he comes through the one door, like, it's, we can probably surround. Like, I don't know. It's just, But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of these, I'm thinking about this. And I'm like, we're going to have to make a decision on this. Like, if this, if it comes down to it, like, if this was happening across the parking lot, like, we're going to have to make a decision on what we're going to do here. You know, like, and the, the decision's probably going to have to come from me. But if someone's like, no, I have a better idea, I'm probably going to listen to them. You know, so like we were talking and I was like, let's just lock ourselves in the in the vault. And then like, well, we can't get out at that point. I'm like, yeah, but they can't get in either. Those things are bulletproof. So I'm like, we could do that. And like we're joking around like, but I'm like, we should probably get on the same page here. Like, <laughs> like, what are we going to do? My idea, I was like, we're going to start fucking swinging. You know what I mean? Like he comes through that door. Like we have cameras. So we'll know he's coming or she's coming. I guess it could be. I was like, we just wait for as soon as that door opens up, just run straight at him and hope for the best kind of thing. But it's not where you want to be. You know, you don't want to be in that fucking situation. And, and thank God we weren't. Nothing was close to us. It ended up being a guy did have a gun. He was waving it around and he shot a few rounds off. He didn't shoot at anybody, but he was having a bad day, I guess. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but he did fire a few rounds off. Maybe not towards a building, but you still can't shoot a gun on base. So, and then he was like defiant. I, I don't know if it was a hostage thing or not a hostage thing, but like a standoff maybe. But I know they had trouble getting this guy to like cooperate, but he wasn't like shooting back or anything. Uh, he wasn't like shooting at people. I think he just shot a round off and then they kind of surrounded him. I have no idea. They don't tell us this kind of thing. They just say they handled it and then we'll probably get like a report later, like probably next week at some point. But I'm like, this is, it was weird because the younger kids were like, Oh, this happens all the time. Like, you just got to hide, barricade the door, you know, just still on their phone. And I'm like, again, not panicking, but thinking of all the outcomes. Like, what do we do? You know, what's the plan here? So that wasn't fun. It wasn't stressful, but it wasn't fun. And then afterwards, I realized I got really tired. Like, I got home and I was like exhausted. And I was like, this would make great content for the pod. I was like, but A, I don't want to like exploit it that much. B, I think my brain is on, is turn, like, not, it's like shutting off. Like, you just went through something that was kind of traumatic, not really. Really, but like the heart rate was elevated for like two hours, not like pounding 150 beats or anything, but it was definitely like 112 to like 120 for two hours of just standing around, sitting around doing nothing, you know, but like you're on that heightened sense. So I was like, maybe my body's just coming down from like the heightened sense of like staring at the cameras or like thinking of a plan to kill somebody if they come in to kill us. It's just not something you think about until you're thinking about it and you're in a situation. So I'm like, this is, this is not, it's not ideal. But then I, yeah, I got really fucking tired after work and I was like, 
like maybe it's because my brain is just like yeah you were just like literally literally on edge for two hours you didn't realize you were on edge but now you're gonna feel the effects of being on that edge for a while back it down but thankfully no one's injured no one's hurt nothing happened um but it was you know it's kind of wild kind of wild to be like oh this is real this is happening and then going through the playlist in your head the you know the playbook of like so what are we gonna do fight or flight like (laughs) i'm fighting you know like i was like I never, you don't think about it until you're there and you're like, I'm going to run. I'm going to fight. Like you don't think, and I'm like, no, like this is, we're going to fight. Like, give me that fucking two by four. I'm swinging. (laughs) Like I'm about to start swinging, you know? So eh, it is what it is. But again, no one's hurt. Um, We're fine. It's just one of those things. One of those things that happens. It's a normal thing, normal occurrence in the country now. But today we had our chili cook off, switching gears, something more fun. And mind you, I still can't kind of eat spicy food because of the the slice that's in my fucking jaw. So I have dabbled in the spice a little bit, but it does. It's a little sensitive and my jaw still feels kind of funky. But they had a chili cook off and I've never went to one before. I've heard a lot about them, but that's all it is. So everyone makes chili and brings it in and you they're judged on it. So people bring their own because, again, in the military, there's people from all over the country, all over the world, really. And they have their own ways of doing things like Ohio chili or Cincinnati chili. If you Google it is it's a pasta dish. It's pasta. It's like chili mac. It's pasta, chili, a shitload of cheese. You mix it up and you eat it like it's pasta. So I'm like, all right, well, that's not really chili. And then other people are like, oh, I only like chicken, chicken chili. I'm like, this is chicken soup. It's just a really thick chicken soup. Uh, other people make them really spicy. Other people use pork or bacon or all this shit. So a couple spoonfuls of uh, this random chili. One kid that had it from my office, I think he had the best one. He never made chili before. This is his first attempt at making chili. So he had no idea what he was in store for or no idea what it should taste like. He's actually pretty good. But he used like steak. He bought like um, ribeyes and he sliced them up really thin and did it that way and i was like i never had it this way it's actually pretty good needed a little more flavor and they made people started hating on me because i was being such a critic of all the shit i was like i thought this was a contest like if we're giving everybody a participation trophy then what's the fucking point i was being critical i'm like not enough salt too much salt too much spice not enough sweetness overcooked the meat undercooked the chicken like all this stuff and they're like you're kind of a dick huh and i was like bro it's a contest like i didn't enter in but i agreed to be a judge so if you're if you're afraid of getting judged you shouldn't enter the contest i was like and i watch a lot of gordon ramsay tiktok shout out to all the gordy gordon ramsay heads out there i'm like yeah we're gonna do this we're gonna do this right the guy that ended up winning he's kind of a kiss ass uh he used pulled pork he had pulled pork chili again a stupid thing he's from philly it, i don't i never heard of it before so he's like it's a philly thing i'm like is it because i've never heard of it not that i've ever been to philly that often to try their chili but he ended up winning and i'm like why the fuck did he win They're like oh it was a unique flavor i'm like yeah unique as in it sucked it lacked any kind of fucking flavor it was just pork beans and an onion like it wasn't anything special and he used a packet of chili powder like there was nothing special going on i was like at no point would i be like oh i'm gonna eat more of this i was like there was a few chilies that i tasted i'm like i can eat that the rest of the day if you give me a bowl of that a day i'll be happy because it was perfect amount of salt perfect amount of sweet perfect amount of heat you can wash it down with water and it tasted good some of them were over the top like one guy had like pork shoulder or a pork sausage with like 
fucking ground beef and bacon. And I was like, dude, you did too much. You're trying too hard. Like, yeah, it tastes good in one bite, but you can't eat more than that of it. And you can't eat with chips. You got to eat with a fork and a knife. Who's doing that? Come on. Let's be honest with each other. No one's eating that shit. So I feel like the worst chili one, or maybe I'm just, I have a really bad palate. So who knows? But anyway, that's a total Air Force thing because I had about three scoops Uh, like seven different types of chili, a little more than a tablespoon, a little less than two tablespoons. So about a tablespoon and a teaspoon of each one. And then I got the burps and then I drank a Gatorade Zero and now I kind of feel funky. So we're going to wrap this one up. We're at the 30 minute mark now. Uh, So Taylor Swift, just to recap, Taylor Swift, billionaire, main shooter, still at large, active shooter on base. I don't go to the movies anymore and I like to do things alone and chili cook off. So with all that being said, hopefully hopefully everyone has a great weekend. It's 80 degrees out here in the upper Northeast, a little too hot for my flavor, but hey, we'll get out there. All right, we're going to get out of here and we'll see you when we see you. Don't forget to follow me on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, X, formerly known as Twitter. All right, stay woke.